0: Chief Financial Analyst for Bankrate, joining us now. So, Greg, what's the word? What are people putting their money in?
1: So good morning, Brian. Uh, well, when we polled Americans, where do you think the best place to invest money that you wouldn't need for more than 10 years would be? Real estate comes out on top. This is the uh, third time in the last four years and the sixth time in the last 10 years. Real estate performs very consistently, uh, surprisingly The stock market, uh, which was a close second, actually showed a pretty notable increase relative to where it had come in a year ago. And, of course, that comes in the face of a pretty sharp drawdown so far here in 2022. So I think, you know, encouraging there that investors taking the longer-term view uh, in contrast to what has historically been the case in the face of volatility.
0: Yeah, Greg, I took some solace. For the reason that you just mentioned, which is we are seeing an improvement in the percentage of Americans saying, yeah, long range view, I need to be in stocks because of course, historically, the average rate of return for stocks, S&P 500 as the barometer, right at 10%. Whereas for real estate, typically in that four to 5% range. And, you know, to that end, I mean, it's, it's simply a matter of fact that unless historical trends go Way wonkers here over the next decade. Plus, that uh, it really does make sense to prioritize equities for long range investment while obviously prioritizing owning at least the roof over your head.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think for most people, they may be, if, if they are homeowners, they're probably already under allocated to stocks and over allocated to real estate by virtue of the fact that as a homeowner, the bulk of their wealth may be tied up in the home but via home equity, uh, and so all the more reason to, to put more money into stocks uh, for that, those long-term goals. Uh, the other thing is, even if you're a renter, if you're not yet a homeowner and you're seeing these high home prices and high mortgage rates and you just think that that's moving further away from you, that doesn't lock you out of the ability to diversify your portfolio and get some access to real estate. You can do that through real estate stocks. You can do it through real estate investment trusts. It's not solely through the lens of homeownership.
0: Greg, one thing I was curious about, cryptos. Where did they show up in this, and has the recent crash changed some perceptions, perhaps?
1: It, it certainly has. I mean, in terms of those selecting this as their preferred investment vehicle for the long term, it's always really been on the margin. I mean, now last year it was about 9%. This year it's down to 6%. But the other telling thing was we asked, specifically about the comfort level with investing in cryptocurrencies. And, you know, that has changed a lot in the last year. Uh, Much like the prices, the comfort level has come down as well. Uh, We find that three out of four say they're uncomfortable investing in cryptocurrencies. That's up from about 61% last year. But the other telling thing here, Brian, Gen Zers, even among Gen Zers, two-thirds say they're uncomfortable investing in cryptocurrencies.
0: Yeah, Greg, one of the real issues that we've been battling as a society, the average, even college graduate, is not financially literate. To this end, it's been challenged in terms of making good, sound financial decisions for decades for many Americans. However, in the grand scheme of understanding what you're really doing, and I don't know if you've had any research on this, what I've wondered is how many people really know what they're doing when it comes to cryptocurrency in other words you know the underlying technology blockchain there's great application and i would argue a lot of value attached to to blockchain there's no inherent value obviously for any of the tokens there's not a a single inherent reason uh, of value that's provided by any of the digital currencies do people understand that
1: Uh, by and large i think among those that are invested in it, no. Um, but you also see a high aversion to it. Uh, and I think there's probably a higher tendency to have at least an understanding of that among those that are not invested in it. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it, you know, and with, I think that that realization may be coming about given the sharp drop we've seen in prices, given the fact that it's less favored even among younger uh, investors than what we had seen just a year ago. Well,
0: in total, I think it was an interesting and somewhat encouraging report. Now, I appreciate you taking the time, Greg, to uh, share it with us. Always a pleasure, Brian. Thank you. Likewise. Greg McBride, Chief Financial Analyst, Bankrate.com. And uh, just a couple of notes on that. You know, i got to be careful never to wander into the territory of you know financial advice specifically. But it's obviously extraordinarily important that you understand what it is that you're investing in, but also just playing the averages. We have very long history to observe when it comes to any of these asset classes, this side of cryptos. And that it's crystal clear. Long range, you know, the stock market is, by a margin of greater than 2 to 1, the best place to put your money. That being said, you should always own, over the longer run, the roof over your head. That also statistically is, is borne out. And then if you are... Going to the next level to where maybe you're going to have income properties that kind of thing. There's a case that can be made from a you know an income standpoint that makes sense to prioritize alongside of perhaps equities. But it's a great points. So I can also achieve some of that you know through uh, through stocks as well. the The bigger concern and, and point that I have here, and especially in South Florida, I've answered a lot of listeners' questions one offs rather than doing Q and A's about cryptos because again, I don't want to get into advisory territory, but If you don't know what you're putting money behind, it's almost certain it's a bad idea because you're guessing. And guessing with as hard as we work for our money and future and everything else is never the way to go. But here's the way that I would fashion it to you. It is a fact. It's a demonstrable fact. There is no inherent value for any cryptocurrency. There is none. It is literally worth only what somebody is willing to pay for today. That's true of anything. But in the case of companies, you own a percentage of that company. So if a company derives profit, you own the percentage of the profit equitable to your interest in that company. There's nothing that's produced, thus derived, and there's nothing that even like a hard asset like gold, silver, what have you, they have practical purposes in the real world, independent of just holding, you know, a, a piece of, of metal uh, as the case may be. So that is therein lies the challenge. And so for you know many people. Assuming that you're not the person who goes to the hard rock with your mortgage money and expects that's going to be the solution to your answers, the money that you would take to the hard rock that you expect not to walk away with, that's the kind of money you should be talking about when it comes to digital currencies. And again, there's a difference between the technology blockchain, which is remarkable, and the tokens themselves. And I think that's one of the big areas that have been missed. And I feel bad for a lot of people who have been crushed. Again, most people overwhelmingly at this point, most people that put money behind cryptos have been crushed. And we have seen where over the past two and a half weeks, there's been a bottoming in the crypto market, at least for now. I don't know where it's going to go because, again, it's literally a guessing game. And that's all it is because nobody can make a value-based case to own any of them. It's not possible. The only argument is, hey, some other people down the line are going to pay more because we're going to encourage more people to pay more for it. Okay. But that's all you got, and that is not worth banking your future on. It just isn't. All right, we're gonna have Natalie in the trending story up next. Here the Brian Mudd Show, News Radio six ten WIOD News Radio.